0: welcome to for 10 points the best podcast on the web for everything quiz bowl related whether you're a player or a coach or just trying to improve we can help you get better i'm your host ken romeo and with me as always is my co-coach andrew terriago mr t how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great uh we are past nationals which means we're in the i guess this is the off season you would call it uh so i'm looking forward to uh you know winding down looking forward to summer and, yeah. uh, it was only about 30, 35 teaching days left in the school year. So,
0: right. Um, you know, now that nationals are over, you know, we kind of have an eye towards next year and developing teams for next season and celebrating the the season that was, uh, I Absolutely. hope you guys, I hope you guys, if you attended nationals, quote unquote, attended nationals, I hope you guys had fun. We're going to be talking to the champions today. We're going to be talking to the champions from Churchill, a from Carmichael, California. Coach Bruce Hansen and the the four members of the A-team will be joining us in just a bit. But I, I will say, Mr. T, one of the things about uh, Middlesex's experience at the finals that I thought was just terrific was while it was over Zoom, we weren't in a hotel. We actually were able to come into the building, into Middlesex, and the four players or five players on each team played together in a room and it wasn't the same thing it wasn't you know walking around the Hyatt Regency O'Hare and going into ballrooms and conference rooms and seeing the other team but it was as close as it has been since February of 2020 wouldn't you say
1: Absolutely. With a little bit of theater of the mind, uh, you could get yourself in that same headspace. And I think the kids played with the same level of intensity that they would have uh, had they had just gotten off a two-hour plane flight and then slept in a strange bed somewhere. Uh, so I think overall, it was a really successful experience. And I actually want to thank our admin for allowing us to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, we're with the pandemic, we're very big on mental health now. And I think from just from a mental health aspect this was really important for our players to to get them together you know enjoying each other's company at lunch and in between matches and um i i, I thought that was as important as any outcome we could have had so i really really grateful for that experience as well and i'm really looking forward to the fall when Hopefully we're we're back together and 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 playing in person tournaments. Sounds great. So, uh, Mr. Chariago, you were with our C team. Yes, I was. Uh, I was I was with our A team and we had a coach, uh, Miss Peterson with the B team and our coach, Miss Barry with the D team. And then we had two other coaches, kind of uh, Miss Patera, Mrs. Ivy,
1: just bouncing in between. Shout out to Grace, Arjun, Theo and John. They did a fantastic job, in my opinion.
0: I'm I'm proud of them i'm proud of our program up and down the board uh and our c team uh didn't make the playoffs they f- they finished three and five on uh saturday they did very well in their consolation games on sunday
1: third place <laughs> consolation tournament so, so
0: I, i'm looking at the c team schedule andrew and i want to ask you about this they sure. they won their first match against beckendorf c they lost to howard and we're going to talk a little bit about our rankings in in, in a little bit And we had mm-hmm. howard towards the top um, they came back and they beat river Oaks Baptist. They lost to heritage a another team we had really close to the top, a really good team from Livingston, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And you know, the way nationals work where, you know, you win a game, you play another one and no team, you lose a game, you, you play an all in one team. And you're always trying to, you, the goal is you're always trying to play teams that are closer and closer to your level. And having been to nationals for years now, I'm in the mindset of if we lose a game, the next match should be an easier opponent,
1: or or at least a more winnable game. I've generally found that to be true.
0: But you go from Heritage A, who's again a really good team, to Wisconsin Hills, who I know you had in the midseason rank, you had in their top ten. In my in my rank, they were just outside. And then right before nationals, I re ranked them, and they were in the top ten. So I, I could I, just imagine now. I don't know how plugged in those four players are to the national scene. I mean, our Ar- Arjun um, off the top of my head, I think Arjun might be the most. Um, but as you're preparing that with the scouting report, how did you frame that? Like you're, you're yeah. going from heritage a, all yeah. right, guys, good news and bad. Now, I don't know. How did you frame that?
1: Yeah, my, uh, I, I tend to take an unconventional role. I think when coaching against the team, I, I, I really enjoy playing against a team that is, I don't want to say out of my league because I don't think any team is, is ever really out of your league. You still have a full 20 toss ups to play uh, and anything could happen. Um, but I do really enjoy that experience of being uh, with your back against the wall playing against a team that's really talented that clearly has the stats to back it up. Uh, because at the minimum, obviously, you get to witness some some really beautiful quiz bowl, uh, But Hey, sometimes you win. And that's a really fantastic experience. Uh, And, you know, with my C team, I think before the match, I just muted my microphone and I was like, Hey guys, listen, this is going to be tough. uh, But you just have to try to power or neg as many questions as you can because they are going to come out swinging. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if a similar sort of advice was part of, what explains the finals hmm. uh, if some sort of a like hey this team is so good you actually have to you know be a little risky you have to take some of these risky buzzes and there's a chance that it goes well for you and there's a chance that it doesn't but you know sometimes putting your full heart out there is ending up with five or seven nigs. Uh and i'm not sure the game actually ended up like that i think uh
0: no, you only really? had. There was only one neg, and in yeah. fact, you, you outscored them on bonuses. You, uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, we, we were over twenty-four. They were only twenty-two, mm-hmm. but you know they powered four questions and, and answered nine more. Um, and after Wisconsin Hills, you know, then your your chances of making the playoffs. Now you had to win the last three, and then in walks T.H. Rogers, who's one of the, the best programs in all of Texas. Mm-hmm. It's close game. Uh, it was ninety-five points, uh, and then uh, so so now that you've been eliminated. Um, how does your message and and I'm I'm asking this to you because I feel like there are a lot of coaches out here listening whose teams get eliminated on day one, you know, on on Saturday, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't know what to say to their kids to get them to keep playing. It's disappointing, especially yeah. the, that C team. They're all eighth graders that have been with the program for three years, and this was their this was their their shot, they didn't get to go last year. What do you tell the, the team at that point? Uh,
1: at that point, I think I said to get a good night's sleep and be ready to play some more bowl the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of knew that what I said for the next 30 minutes or so as they were walking out, wouldn't wouldn't would go in one year and go out the other. So I, I saved it for the next day. Um, and thankfully they all came back for the next day, which is a, a big vote <laughs> of confidence for our program. Uh, But at that point, I just said, hey, uh, listen, these Constellation rounds are a fantastic victory lap uh, for your three years. Uh, You can really play against teams that uh, are a little better calibrated for your level. You know, sometimes they're just uh, professional baseball players out here running around with all of the little leaguers. And some of these matches are, are, as I said, you know. Uh, Some of these matches are are lopsided. I don't think that they're not winnable, but I think, um, you know, it it. it, You have to just look at the stats sometimes and tell yourself, you know what? I have a 10% chance to win this game, probably going in conservatively. Uh, And when you lose nine out of 10 of those games, you just tell yourself. Yep. Yeah, that's that's about what the stats reflect. Um, But I I think what really uh, brought things home more clearly than anything that I could have said uh, was just them winning their first game. And after that, they were right back in it. Nice. And I think the idea that there is always more quiz bowl to play, there are always more people to play against, just hearing more questions. Uh, I think that really is one of the best things about this game. I hope I never get so good at quiz bowl. This is, you know, uh, a little narcissistic, but I hope I never get so good at quiz bowl that the cannon is dry. <laughs> And, uh, you know, every Nationals is such a uh, refreshing experience to be like, I had no idea who wrote Peter Pan. And I didn't realize that I didn't know that until just a second. Hmm. Um, And I think that's one of the things that that really interests me about Quiz Bowl is, you know, being like, huh, I didn't know that. Or, huh, I did know that. That's cool. And I powered it. Yeah. Um, Which I think they did quite a lot of in those uh, four rounds. They won three of them. So they did a really fantastic job
0: all right all right well let's get into the the tournament and the results and uh see how it all shook out it's time to take a look around the country and dive into the tournament results that have been posted all right so obviously there were way too many matches to go through all of them that's kind of absurd i thought we we were going
1: to go through them all alphabetically
0: (laughs) yeah right um but uh, what I would like to do is just kind of uh, take a look at the, the top teams and see how their days kind of went and finished out. And I want to start with uh, a team who might be my uh, odds-on favorite to win next year as we're already looking ahead, and that is the uh, fantastic group of seventh graders from Green Hill A. So they finished tied for seventh. Um, they had a wonderful day on Saturday. They went seven and one. They're only lost coming to Longfellow B, who have a couple of great seventh graders in their own right. Um, and uh, then they enter the playoffs. They beat Westminster. They beat Centennial Lane. Uh, they play Wisconsin Hills and Wisconsin Hills does knock him off to put him in the loser's bracket. They come back. Beat Monrovia from Alabama, and then uh, lose a lose a tough one to Burley Manor A, who uh, we'll get to in a little bit. But Burley Manor, boy, were they tough this whole weekend! So great job for uh, the the kids from Green Hill A. Um, moving on up, there's Howard A from from Georgia. Now Howard Howard A was on both of our lists in the middle of the season, and uh, I think going into the uh, going into nationals, I had Howard ranked fourth. They were they were my number fourteen, and yet they start off with a win against Hunter, a win against Middlesex C, a win against Strawberry Park A. Then they play Burley Manor, and Burley Manor beats them. They go from Burley Manor to Longfellow. So just like we were talking about how Middlesex C goes from Heritage to to Wisconsin Hills, you go from Burley Manor to Longfellow. They lose that one then after longfellow they go to wisconsin hills so they lose that one too they're now three and three they are on the verge of not even making the playoffs they play beckendorf c they win that game handily it was six thirty-five 60 and then in order to make the playoffs there's burley matter a again and they have to beat burley manor a and by 40 points they win that game and that gets them into the playoffs so Howard A, one of the, the best teams in the country. Clearly, they finished uh, they finished tied for fifth, came within 40 points against the number three team to not even make the playoffs. Uh, that's And it's just crazy. In, in the playoffs, um, they beat St. John's A. They get knocked into the loser's bracket by Wisconsin Hills. They go on a run. Churchill B, the University School of Nashville, Bret Hart, Hunter A, they they knock off the defending champions from Hunter and then eventually run into Burley Manor A again for the third time, and uh, this time Burley Manor A does get the better of them, and they uh, Burley Manor A advances. Uh, Stanford Online, formerly the Almaden Scholars, uh, Aaron Parsa playing on his own, and for a while, Andrew, it looked like he was going to pull off what Shiva did. He had a fantastic Saturday started off uh six and oh plays churchill and in, in in round eight that game ends a uh, 35 point difference Churchill A wins they come back or he comes back and beats wisconsin hills in round nine then in the playoffs uh his only two losses were against the top two teams longfellow and churchill eventually churchill beats him on a close one 350 245 to advance to the finals um I have to say, like Longfellow and Churchill definitely were the two best teams here. The team that impressed me the most was Burley Manor A. I was able to, after Middlesex was eliminated, I was able to watch a lot of the playoff games and I watched Burley Manor A's playoff game, uh, a few of their playoff games. And I have to say, Mr. T, uh, Claire Wang, uh, an eighth grader from Burley Manor A, was just incredible. You want to talk about a lit expert? there wasn't a lit question that lasted more than a line it seemed she and she was like she's she's very stoic or or maybe maybe the better way to say it is she was just unfazed like games would come down to the last question and she did, didn't matter the pressure never seemed to get to her uh, she was a lot of fun to watch um in in those matches <clears throat> uh they they take churchill all the way to the last toss-up they're up 320 to 310 going into the last toss up against Churchill. And uh, Churchill's able to 10 10 the question and 20 the bonus to win um by by 10 points. Um Longfellow A <clears throat> Eugene Huang and the best program in the in the history of, of of Quiz Bowl, if you ask me, Longfellow A comes so close, Andrew. They came so close. Um they, they were undefeated in the winner's bracket. They ran into Burley Manor once in the playoffs and beat them the second time. It was a 30-point game. Burley Manor A wins. It doesn't matter because they were already they already had their spot in the finals. Um, but they play Churchill in, an, in a not advantage final. This is the third time they're playing Churchill. They're already 1-1. One and one. and uh, as we'll discuss with uh, Churchill when they get here, things just didn't go their way in the finals. Churchill A ends up winning. Uh, and Churchill A really just had a fantastic tournament. They were seven and one on Saturday. They're only loss coming in the last round to Herberger, and then um, they lost to Longfellow once in the playoffs. And then after that, uh, that was it. They were able to, to win the whole thing. So congratulations to Churchill A. We are looking forward to having them on uh, soon. <clears throat> but what a what a fantastic tournament! Absolutely, really well done.
1: I, I think. Uh one of the things that talking to our our friends from naqt kind of brought to light was just how many moving parts were happening behind the scenes on all of the zooms with all the moderators uh i want to shout out a moderator seth who was so fantastic to my kids when they were in the um the uh the constellation rounds you know it it means so much for them to hear something like wow great power and Awesome 30 on the bonus you did that was really great uh, and I think sometimes uh, moderators sometimes forget those little things but I know that it made a fantastic difference in kind of the tone of the day and you know how my students were feeling about themselves so I want to shout shout them out they did a great uh, great job
0: yeah for the most part uh, the moderators we work with were all great. Absolutely. I had a couple of issues where sometimes moderators was, would start the match before checking to see if we were ready mm. and I would be talking to my group with the microphone off, I would and and I'd have to like mute the audio. And when I would unmute the audio, they were already reading toss up one. Yeah, I think and there was
1: definitely there were, it's that I, I wouldn't put that on any of the monitor, I would put that definitely on squarely on the software, because there were multiple rounds that I played, um, where either our team or the opposing team clearly responded, like they buzzed and then they said like soul and then person just counted off and then said, no answer. And everyone in both rooms instantly was like, no, they answered, they answered, they right, answered. Right, right, right. Um, and I wonder if that's just a quirk of how Zoom works. It's yeah, occasionally but, it drops but, the audio.
0: But at the same time, you know, it, when when you watch the finals, Jason, the moderator, was like, okay, give thumbs up if you're ready. Hey, let's test the buzzer. And mm. this didn't happen in this room. There wasn't a test yeah. of the buzzer. There wasn't give me a thumbs up if you're ready. They just started reading. And uh, it also there was a match. And this didn't, this didn't affect the outcome. But going into the last toss-up, it, 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 the match came down to the last toss-up. And right before it, I called timeout. And I was talking with my team, maybe 10 seconds. I unmuted, and the moderator had already started reading the toss-up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, while that, that threw them off a little bit, it turns out, and this was our, this was the last match that we, no, no, this was the first match in the playoffs. Um, the, the other team negged it so we were able to listen to the rest of the question get all the way through and we still didn't get the answer right so we had our opportunity and and you know we heard enough of the question where i i knew what the answer was it just so happened it was a science question and we were not a strong science team so uh, like those were those were the two issues but overall i thought home run and and honestly honestly one of the things one of the metrics you can use to judge how good a tournament is is did the right teams win and you look at the forums you look at you listen to our la- one of our last podcasts you knew we all thought Churchill and Longfellow were the two best teams and that's yeah. what it came down to Churchill and Longfellow yeah.
1: if i i do i i can easily imagine a world where uh, the the good folks at NAQT don't put in the hours that they did, or don't make the considerations that they did, uh, and some mystery team comes out of nowhere with the the fastest googling in the West, and ends up uh, ends up uh, stealing this NAQT uh, MSNCT, um, and I think that would have been a really unsatisfying end. Uh, to all the narratives that were happening this year and definitely it, it would have obviously been if they're using Google or something like that, that would have been real, uh, really disappointing for the the students who demonstrably showed that they were superior to Google right. I, this I felt like uh, a narrative in the back of my mind was definitely like the the Watson versus, uh, you know, <laughs> the best of best of all all time narrative like would I be able to Google a question faster than these kids? And I, I felt like most of the time the answer was absolutely not.
0: So, Mister T, we mentioned the rankings, and if if you've listened to the podcast before, you maybe you remember that going into nationals, and I've done this for the past three years. Well, I did do it last year, of course, but I've done this for the past three nationals where I come up with a with like a little book booklet of, f- of field notes.
1: Usually, it's blue. I, it's the blue book,
0: and I I write a little something about each of the teams in there just so before a match, we can give a little scouting report, kind of get the kids familiar with who we're playing, where they're from. It also kind of helps me if I'm walking in and meeting, a coach for a first time, I can introduce myself, but I also, this is more fun than anything else. I, I rank them and we had 112 teams. I ranked them one to 112 and I haven't really done this yet. And so we're going to do this on the podcast. So we'll do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. Um, Andrew, can you just, in front of you have the standings from msnct i've got them and i will have my rankings and call out a team i'll tell you where i had them and we'll see where they actually are all right while we're waiting for for churchill to come to join us why yeah. don't we why don't we just, just try a couple them. of these okay all right yes. well we'll see how we'll see how close it because i think some of them i nailed and some of them woo way off
1: okay all right are you ready yeah go ahead I'm trying to think of a curveball here I can throw you. So you
0: can either give me a team or a ranking. It doesn't matter. Okay. Either
1: one. Uh, let's start with one.
0: Okay. Well, yes. I had Churchill one and I had Longfellow two. Okay. And okay. so I did, did I.
1: I. Yes. <laughs> I, actually, yes. Uh, I actually floated a friendly wager. Uh, I think I said, I'll take uh, Churchill and you can have every other team. And you were like, every other team, including Longfellow. And then I had to reconsider. I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I, it was definitely, I was definitely imagining those two in the finals. And I think we were, we were incomplete. Okay. So, so I will that.
0: say my top seven, mm-hmm. I have the right seven teams. So my top seven were Churchill, Longfellow, Stanford Online, Howard, Greenhill, Wisconsin Hills, Burley Manor. And the order is, is close. Burley Manor finished third mm-hmm. and Wisconsin Hills and, um, uh, Wisconsin Hills finished 5th and then Howard also finished 5th, Green Hill finished 7th. But but mm-hmm. my top 7 and the and and the actual top 7 were the same 17s. Eight I had Middlesex A and they finished tied for 16th. So I, they, that's yeah. where I start to diverge. But yep. but okay, well, what what else? What we'll, you- we'll
1: give you one one additional win. <laughs> okay. As the coach, you can be biased like that. Um Fine. Let's see, so Longfellow B
0: Okay. Uh Longfellow B I had ranked uh 30th. Where did they finish? 10th. Wow, tied for 10th. Wow. Yeah, that nice I time. think
1: that really shows the depth of the program. Yes it does. And those and, are going to be if if you have any uh feeling that, you know, next year might be a little easier, uh I can tell you that Longfellow will make that very hard for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Longfellow um so you said they were th- they were tenth, tied for 10th. Yep. Tied for tenth. Right. Yeah. Nine and, and four. Yeah. And uh I know Arushi and Sarah are seventh graders. I think I think Edward's a seventh grader too. Um, so yeah, they yes, they are going to be trouble as you would imagine. A Longfellow team. Okay. All right. So missed on missed on Longfellow B. Go ahead. What else we got? Okay. You can also pick pick teams towards the bottom, you know, because I feel okay, like like that, that that might be even, you know.
1: Let's see. Um uh... I'm looking for,
0: I think I got, I think I got one twelve correct, like yeah. all the way at the bottom. I think I got one twelve correct. Uh, you my, did my, get
1: Saint Andrew B correct. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, statistically, a lot of these people were playing their first nationals. They were,
0: yeah, yeah. they're um, young, young players. Absolutely, yeah,
1: very young players. Uh, one team that I want to highlight. Um, let me see. I hope that they have an. Um, uh, was it Cal Calvin Run Elementary? Or there was Cold a, a Centennial Lane elementary.
0: Oh, so Centennial Lane Elementary is, is mm-hmm. really good. So mm-hmm. Centennial Lane, um, I had them 19. Yeah, they finished they- tied for 16th. Okay. So and that's right in there. And there were a bunch of teams tied for 16, including Middlesex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right around 19 or so. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say bing, that's a win.
1: Okay. Okay. What else? <laughs> uh let's see. What about I, I, I almost want to want to pull up mine. I, I don't know where I would, where I stored my top 10, but I, I know we heard. had, I know we had just a few small substitutions.
0: Yeah. So you had, um, yeah, you had Churchill, Longfellow, this was halfway through the year. So like, you know, Bayes mm-hmm. there, once we know more information our yeah. you know, the probabilities change, right? Yeah. So you had Churchill, Longfellow, Howard three, Greenhill four, Monrovia five, Stanford online six churchill b7 we both were were very high on churchill b mm-hmm. um they, they they had a nice tournament but it, but not as high yeah. as uh as hunter we had a of...
1: hunter a is an interesting one
0: yeah so hunter a um where did i have you have 15th a?
1: okay so i had them
0: 15th and so where they did they finish they finished seventh tied for seventh okay all right. So yeah, they, they did a little bit better than I thought. I, they would. I, always, I, I, I I can't say I'm surprised. They always get so much better as the year goes on. We play them early in the year and we're like, wow, Hunter, Hunter's pretty beatable. But by the end of the year, they're, they're ready to compete with anybody yeah, that that's happens. What, that's what a good coach year. does. Yep. Yep. And uh, and players that, that, you know, that improve over the course of the year.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. One of the things that I really want to highlight is I think that there is probably a statistic out there somewhere that you could derive from all of this data. That's something like, what is the average drop in team ranking um, from a year of not having in-person practices? Uh, Mm. And I think a lot of these teams that were towards the top just kind of defied those odds. And I think my prediction that those teams would be playing a lot online probably did hold true in the end, Um, played in as many online tournaments as they could. Um, And I think that most teams, if not all, probably are looking at, at you know, uh, a little bit of a a tough year because of the change in everything. Every single team was thrown a curveball. And uh, I think the teams that hit it out of the park are those teams that really adapted full scale quickly to mm-hmm. practicing online, to developing a brand new schedule from scratch. And I have a feeling that's what our, uh, our interviewees are going to be telling us today. So...
0: Well, if you haven't seen it on YouTube yet, you have a chance to watch uh, two great matches from the 2021 MSNCT, the first one against Burley Matter and the second one against Longfellow. We are so glad to be joined in this episode by the champions, the 2021 MSNCT champions from Carmichael, California, Churchill Middle School. I'm joined by their coach, Bruce Hansen, and the four fantastic members of the A-team. We have Atreo Bhattacharya, Lavanya Gunanamakar, Sia Mishra, and Taneh um, Buddha, Oh, I, I was so confident I was going to get through those pronunciations, and I apologize. So feel free to butcher my name anytime you want. Folks, thank okay, you so Kev. much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. How are you guys doing today? Good, good, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, you guys sound like a group that just really accomplished something great. Come on, how are you guys doing today? You guys are national oh, champions. Great, you're, <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> you're also the, the first middle schoolers to be on our podcast about middle school quiz bowl. So, that's a very impressive Ooh, accomplishment.
2: That is good. You guys there, are up there. There
1: are good several guys. middle schoolers who have connived and uh conspired. To be on this podcast, but you're the only four that have accomplished it. So,
2: <laughs>
1: so I feel very honored. good about that. So, Coach, I I have some audio
0: that I want to play for you, and um, you have you don't know you don't know what's coming, but okay. All right, I, I want I want your reaction after hearing the first one, and then after hearing the second one. Okay, all right. So here we go. Toss-up 21. Characters in this novel use the adjective flash to describe the well-dressed Toby Crackett. Oliver Twist. 15. Yes! All right, so that was two years ago. And oh, then there's this. A... Yes, Toss-up
2: I do
3: remember. This artist's painting, The Red Model, was one of three works commissioned by Edward James. This artist depicted Jane standing before a mirror, which reflects the back of a head instead of a Churchill, Tenet.
4: Magritte.
3: Fifth, uh, 10. Yes! yes! <laughs> Murad was succeeded by his son Bayezid the Thunderbolt, who was captured by this conqueror at the Battle of Ankara. This man ruled an empire from Samarkand.
4: So, um, Timur the Lame.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our answer is uh, Tamerlane. That is twenty. Yes, and that's yes! the game.
0: And that was the game, and that was uh, that was the game that propelled you into the finals against Longfellow. Um, and you know, rather than play audio from that game, that game the game against Longfellow wasn't close, but this one obviously came out to the last one. All right. So the first audio clip was two thousand and nineteen. You're in the Finals against Hunter. And Moxie from Hunter was just so calm and collected. It's like she had read Oliver Twist so many times she knew the novel backwards and forwards, and she just there was this comfort about her like, I got it. And and that gave Hunter the win and compare that to, What happened on Sunday against Burley Manor? Coach, tell me, uh, hearing both of those emotions for for both.
2: Well, I thought I'd forget about that first clip, so thank you. But um, (laughs) it was like night and day. I mean, that first game in 2019, tremendous comeback by Churchill, uh, nip and tuck game, and, um, you know, it was a great answer. I heard a rumor that that person read Oliver Twist the night before, um, so that didn't hurt. Uh, but, uh, Tanae's answer on that question was like, I still have goosebumps hearing it again. And I'll have goosebumps for the rest of my life hearing that, uh, the team just played fantastic in that game and, uh, throughout the tournament. So I am very proud of all four of these kids. All right.
0: Uh, Tanae, Tanae, walk me through it. You, you hear the, the question, just the, the, just tell me about the connections you were making Magritte. What happened?
4: Yeah, so what, where I buzzed, it was talking about a painting called not to be reproduced. It's kind of like a person, he's looking into a mirror, but instead of seeing the front of his, say, his face, he's seeing the back of his face.
0: So in Magritte, um, I'm going to...
1: Uh, he's got the, the bowler hat guys with the green apples. Right. Is,
0: is he also, this is not a pipe? or is yeah. that matisse yeah, yeah. No, that's, Magritte. that's him that's mcgree okay
3: and also right. a funny fact is that uh he today's known for liking mcgree like it's his favorite artist yeah. like yeah. on, Disney profile Disney. on he had a profile picture of a uh, son of man for like almost a year that's
1: very nice he picking favorites actually does pay dividends
0: i mean and, and also just like how awesome is that the question comes down to like your wheelhouse you know like that's there's something we said about when it comes down to the last question, you just, you want the ball, right? Like Michael Jordan in the last, last possession, he wants the ball. And the last question of a match, just let it be in my wheelhouse. Cause I want to answer it. So I, I want to know um, with the four of you, what are your specialties? Cause you guys are a very, very balanced team. Um, obviously every team is going to have a, a lead scorer and, 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 a, you know, a, a trail you're, you're the lead scorer, but I feel like, the four of you work so well together. What are what are each other's strengths?
3: So I I specialize in science and uh, fine arts, and then uh, at the beginning of the year we realized we we're weak in history, and then uh, the other top teams were like much stronger in history, like Arn Paster by himself, and then Devin and his teammates. Uh, but um, so I took up some history as well, and we split it up between us basically.
2: Hey, he forgot about math. Artrail, you are the math wizard. Yeah, only on NAQT's
3: math specialty because it's
0: two, two. <laughs> Um, how, Lavanya, how about you?
5: Um, I think I specialize a little bit more into literature. I love to read, so that really comes in handy in Quizbull. And I'm I'd say I'm okay at uh, US history and fine arts, but I think Fine arts is definitely Tanae's Welcome.
6: Yeah, one thing we also are pretty good at is sports. Like trio and I were like mm. big fan of the NBA. Nice, I see. Like I they, see.
0: We, we... Yeah, we're on a Zoom call right now, and and see is, uh, is avatar, because <laughs> God forbid middle schoolers show their face. But his avatar is the Golden State Warriors. Who? What are they? Are they yeah. a tenth seed right now? Are they even in the playoffs?
6: Okay, they, they moved up to the ninth seed. But they're in the playoffs. Go,
0: go Jazz. <clears throat> But go ahead. No. But yeah,
6: we're pretty we're we're pretty good at sports. And like there's been so many times where I hear like this MBA team and I get so excited to hear it. And it's just like we need to get this question.
0: See are you the are you the geography expert on your team?
6: Well, today and I split geography. We're both okay. pretty good at it.
0: All right. Cause I because I, I certainly noticed in a lot of the last matches a geography question just wouldn't get by you. It was it was quite impressive. Um and and ten obviously Magritte and fine arts. What else you got?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mainly study literature and mythology, and I also study some fine arts and geography.
0: Hmm. Um. So, folks out there listening, like a a balanced team is definitely the way to go. It's okay if you have one player that is, you know, a, a top scorer, but you you want to. Um, you want to surround them. And, and so, Mr. Hanson, this this team has played together all year as the A-team. Um, what what went into putting this group of four together? What, what Why this group of four? Because you have a very deep program.
2: Well, uh, two of these guys, um, along with the rest of the country, got shafted last year. They were on our A-team. And uh, another uh, two other gentlemen at D T and Elias would have mm. been oh, a very oh, powerful Elias. team last year. Yeah, oh, Elias was great. Um, you know, so those two were easy. Uh, Sia and Lavinia just kept moving up last year, and uh, they just took their roles naturally and they fit right in. Sometimes when you have a team with four boys or four girls, it you just don't have that um, wealth of knowledge. Um, and i do want to say something about what sia said some people just memorize these facts that but she knew about golden state warriors she knew she was the night they were the night seed so she knows not just facts when people pronounce things wrong you know mm-hmm. they just memorize something but yeah. these guys actually know the details behind the facts so they have been very dedicated and um, really uh, wanted it this year so um i think they
1: they're very excited i i have a quick question to ask uh all four of you i want to say uh is there one person uh you know your coach notwithstanding uh that you want to maybe shout out this year that you either helped you or uh maybe just you know in some way contributed to your success here someone you want to thank for making it this far
3: um, easily my mom, uh, cause I think in the month leading up to, um, like IPNCT and MSMCT, she read me on like average, like six packets a day of like high school questions. And I just, and I was like, I, I, she would read them and then I would research the clues I didn't know. And if she didn't give her time, then I don't think I would have gotten as much knowledge in the last few months or in throughout the year, um, to win at MSMCT.
6: Yeah, to add on to that, I'd say, thank both my parents because in between games at MSNCT, especially after we lost the first playoff game to Longfellow, I was like getting stressed out and we had to go against Arn Parsa. And so I would run over like, mom, we have to go against Arn Parsa. And she'd be like, don't worry about like that, just play your game and you would got this. And so without both of them, I would have been panicked and probably not done anything.
5: And yeah, I'm gonna say my family as well, and especially my brother. He's played Quizbo before, and he would make full-fledged schedules about how many pages of what book to study each day. So oh, wow. I definitely wouldn't be without where, where I am today without my family.
2: Govan was yes, our top, oh, sorry ten a. was our top player a couple years ago, and he led our team to a top thirteen finish. He was a Churchill superstar.
0: And ten Who are you gonna say?
4: Yeah, I was just going to say about my parents, too, because of, they've been encouraging us all the way through nationals and since the start of the year as well.
0: So L- Lavanya, you, your brother kind of lays out a schedule for what you should learn and, and all that stuff. But I'm very curious how you guys prepare, because um, I know uh, Atreo and, and Tene, you guys were on the A-team last year, as, as Coach Hansen was talking about, but um, but Last year, LaVanya, were you B and Sia? Were you C? Is that right? No. Well,
6: yeah, yeah we're we I both were on the same, same team. We we're the same team
0: last year. The okay. Team. Okay. Gotcha. But obviously, to move up to not only to an A team, but the A team, the best team in the country, what do you do to prepare to to really be able to play on such a large stage so well?
6: Well, I think that a big part about Quizville isn't just studying for Quizville; it's absorbing the knowledge like around you. So, like. Um, before nationals, I wanted to like get into current events a lot. So I just started like watching the news and like reading articles that came up on my phone and like just absorbing knowledge. And like, even last year, just like opening your ears up to the things around you. And especially like I said at the beginning of like my classes, those also, so just listening for clues that you might pull.
0: Would you agree with me? There was, there was a lot of current events. Yeah, there was. I, yeah, yeah. There was even like, there was a question about Michael Collins who had just died and, um, that well, was we, really recent. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, that's uh, in- incredibly important to know current events. How about some some other players? What else do you do to prepare?
3: Um, so Discord. I like Discord is basically a bad thing and a good thing. It, the bad thing is it's wasting a lot of my time because I'm on there talking with people but then the good during thing is- class
0: dur- during gym class with your camera off, <laughs> but go, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt.
3: But like when I joined discord last year for like the tournament that Connor ran, uh, online middle school tournament it, the first like middle school online tournament, I, I found out about like what a PK was, which is like people giving you bonuses and you answering them from quiz DB with a specific, um, uh, difficulty in subject or like, uh, I didn't use the archive at all until this year. And learning about what carding was and like what Anki is, all those like together just helped give me a lot of resources. All right,
0: just, tell me what is what is carding? What is that? So is that, um, that's not just making flashcards. What, what is that?
3: It, it's practically that, but you like you can't just go on Quiz DB and like take the clues and put it uh, straight into the app, but. You you go on Quiz DB and you you sort out for one answer line. You can do you use Control F and
1: try right. to find the right, right, right.
3: common clues. But then I usually generally um, go on Wikipedia, look up the clue, and understand the context behind it because just memorizing what the clue is doesn't help as much. So I understand the context and then I put it in the app, and the app has an algorithm for giving me the cards.
1: That's awesome. Anki, Another good thing it's about an Anki spaced repetition, like it's it, it'll like scientifically give you the card in like a very optimal way. So that yeah. you know, normally with a flashcard series of flashcards, it's like, okay, you just shuffle it to the back or whatever. But Anki is like, hey, did you forget this one? Statistically, you probably did. That's why I'm showing it to you right now. Uh so yeah. it really is is a fantastic tool. Mm-hmm. Way I know they... that's what med school students do. That's what med school students use is Anki. So
4: it kind of finds exactly like when you need to review something, like if you're about to forget it and then you review it and then you remember it. Like that's one of the important things about carding. You can continue to review your knowledge and you don't just forget it after you study.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. adding on to Tanae, I think confidence is the most important thing in quizbowl And I think consistency, like how Tane said, um, just reviewing through it periodically, it really helps with that. And I think that's what's really important in quizbowl to remember it.
1: If you had to estimate how many cards you probably have, anyone want to give me a guess or is that an exact number you can pull up?
3: Maybe I, I, you're around 1000 I I've only started carding last month because before that I just started like just tried brute memorizing and then I realized that's not going to help as much. Um, so I did in one month I think I've created around 400 500 cards.
1: Okay. So, uh, what would you say I want to I want to jump to our next question. What would you say was the uh, most fun thing about MSNCT? The most fun part? I
4: would say, for me, just the experience of meeting other teams and playing against them. Of course, it would have been so much more fun if we all got to go to Chicago and meet other people like IRL. But unfortunately, that wasn't able to happen this year.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, I'm old IRL. I had to like, what is
1: in in real life? life.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you now. I'm with you now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I only know him by cool guy, 72 on the discord, but like (laughs) I meet him in real life and it's, you know,
3: the most fun thing for me was um, when I went to MSNCT in sixth grade, I think we ended up at 113th place as the Churchill C team, but now like being able to um, win games finally, and like play even harder uh, teams, and it, that was very uh, fun playing like really, really hard competition as the day went on.
0: Did, did you guys know just how highly everyone thought of you going into the weekend?
3: Yeah, that, that's what put a lot of pressure.
0: On. Oh, I was Because that was my yeah, next question. Like, did definitely. you guys feel pressure, um, especially towards the end of the day, Sunday, uh, when you are playing Aaron and you are playing um, Burley Manor and Longfellow? Did you feel that?
6: well yeah the things that people say before the weekend are both good and bad it makes you feel good obviously because people think of you like that it's also bad because you're like people have all these expectations and everyone's saying church was going to finish so high Mm -hmm. but yeah you think when you're going against like Arn own who's like phenomenal you're like oh like we like people said this and now we have to do this but like you just have to go in and play how you play on a normal day and think of it as like practice because that's what helps in mind
2: I'd like to be, I'd like to add something that um, these two guys have this podcast and they predicted us to be first in the country. And I said, thanks a lot. You just jinxed us. So thank you, you two for um, predicting us. And we saw some blog where somebody predicted us, but two years ago we had no clue and we went in blind and we did pretty well and uh, really well. And this year we kind of had an idea. A lot of people thought we were in the top three. And, um, you know, they, mm. a lot of people are pretty smart because they picked those top three, they nailed them. So,
0: well, I, I will say that the team that impressed me the most I, outside of you guys at Longfellow, of course. wait,
1: what can we, can one second, can we turn oh, sure. this around on them? Course, what was sure. the team you played that impressed you the most or the player maybe that you played that impressed you the most?
6: I um, feel like before MSNCT, we had never gone against Burley Manor, a like a full Burley Manor. So this was our first experience going against them. So I feel like they were like very, very impressive to go against like a first time.
0: Oh my God, Claire! Yeah, Claire, Claire, How Claire. Awesome Claire. Claire. He's oh so
6: gosh. quiet, but she's so
0: good. Like the poised, contrast. right? Just poised. And mm. <clears throat> okay, that that was, was going to be my answer, but now hey. I, now I I, hey. I like Mister T's question. I what about, hear what, what about the rest of to- you guys? Yeah.
3: Um, I, I feel like uh, any of those top four teams in the top four could have won nationals it was so close because like burley men beat longfellow and then we only beat them by 10 points so they anyone could have won but in general i think the uh team i was most surprised with was like i'm gonna have to agree with cia burley men a because even on the post where they were doing predictions no one even put them in their like top four or five
1: sure i'm checking we had them seventh yeah i had them seven yeah what did I have them, Ken? <laughs> oh, it, it,
0: halfway through <laughs> yeah. the year again, like it, and yeah, and he our, and
1: I he and I made different rankings.
0: Right, and actually halfway through the year I had them fifth, um, so they they moved down. But halfway through the year you didn't you actually didn't even put them in, in, wow. in the top ten. Yeah, but yeah, no, I had them fifth um, halfway through the year, and then going into nationals I had them seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
1: that's that whole move in silence thing. Just you know study your butt off, mm-hmm. and you don't worry about the statistics. Just. Know that you'll be insanely good when you show up. All right. So I, I really like, I want First, you guys. Did to, you want to add something? I
2: just wanted one thing that these kids were way different this year because all I heard about was Aaron. Well, we knew about Aaron. He's mm-hmm. the only one because he's right next door and we know he's fabulous. But learning about Devin and Abigail and Charles and Tate and Claire and Rajiv and Joshua. I would have never known those kids when I went to a tournament before and I, you know, maybe some scrimmages like your scrimmage. We got to meet some of those kids. So thank you for doing that. Um, But you know, these kids kind of knew who they're going to compete against. And I'm going, how do you know this? Uh, It's like, they speak a foreign language. Some of that stuff they just talked about. (laughs) So it's just different this year and some ways it's better. And like Tanae said, it would have been nice to be in Chicago, but uh, it's, it's, it's really different. All
0: right. So walk me through the match against Burley Manor A in the first stage of the finals. Uh, Bruce, let me, let me start with you. Walk me through what you're well, like, what you said to the group beforehand. And like, we, we heard what you said going into the last toss up, but.
2: We... Uh, I, uh, I told the team, um, and several phone calls, uh, I called, uh, At different times in the day, um, different players, and I said I had faith in them and uh, play their game. Um, Again, uh, you look at our stats; we are a strange team, and um, you know they just had to keep doing what they do. And um, you know it was it is again. I'll say different again because you know if you're walking from match to match, you can talk to the team, but I was not with these guys. They were at home with their parents. And I was trying to WhatsApp their parents the scores because sometimes they don't talk to their parents. But, um, you know, they are very mature and independent people and they know how to work off of each other. So, my job as a coach that day was minimal, but I did make some phone calls and talk to kids and parents that day. Some of the kids don't know I was talking to their parents, but uh, it did happen. Hmm.
6: Yeah, I found out after the tournament that you guys are all communicating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys win that match and there's no let up because you then you have to play Longfellow who who's beaten you already. Yeah. And um and I, I don't know, like at what point playing that match did you guys like really get the sense wow we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna win.
3: Um, I, so I feel like after the half, we were like above, uh, like, um, leading by like 25 points or something. And I think in the first few questions, we got really lucky. I think, uh, I got like three powers in the first five. Tane got a power and then like, uh, Lavanya Garcia got a power as well. And I thought, oh, we got five questions in a row. There's no way we're going to be losing this. But then the bonuses kept on coming. They were like, So like, they were not playing to our strengths. I think Mm -hmm. we had almost every single pop culture bonus. We had like a yacht racing bonus.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The the America's cup, right? I remember that. Um, Yeah. You guys were under 20 points per bonus on that. And I'm looking at Longfellow. They, they nailed everything. They were 28 points per bonus. The difference is you heard 14 of them and they only heard five. Yeah.
3: We, we, we like statistically, I, every time we went into a game, like In the third round of preliminaries, uh, Hunter's stats were uh, like off the charts, and our stats were just like pretty normal for a top team. And then we played them, and then we won because we got more toss-ups. But our points for bonus were still was still not that great. Every game, I told my teammates like we have to get the tosses because we're not going to beat them on the bonus. Right.
0: I'm looking here, and and in the preliminaries, you only broke 500 points once against longfellow (laughs) of all teams (laughs) you broke broke 500 Uh, points against them yeah our team
6: a lot of times we we struggle against like not as good opponents and then when we get to a really good opponent we lock in Mm. and i don't know why that happens but it just does a lot of times we like even like scoring wise like an individual score better against a team like statistically you think they do worse against because they match up better but like it's just insane
4: yeah, our team is a very high neg team and we manage to neg a lot against like some not as good teams, but then when we have tough opponents like Burley Manor and Longfellow, we kind of try a Sardishi hand and just go on a streak without negging.
3: You could say just me. I'm the only one who negs a
4: lot. No, no Atreya, don't don't
6: say
3: we
4: all we've all negged
6: badly.
2: If you'd have these guys on very often, you'd have to change the name to your podcast either for negative five points or for oh, 50 yeah. points. <laughs> Uh, They either power or they neg, and um, so led the tournament in negs, by the way, so if other teams want to know what to do, when you play us, just neg, and we will appreciate it, but a lot of negs, and um, you guys said in that other podcast that that Churchill does not give other teams a chance,
3: and I think that's why we won. Connor did a stati- I think, no, not Connor. Um, Tane found the statistics in preliminaries out of all the 112 teams at nationals, we had the third least 10s.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, like we, I don't know. No, You're right. Like I'm looking team. at
0: here and, and it's like double digit powers, um, twice. And that's incredibly impressive. And, um, yeah, the last round against Herberger, you got seven negs in that match. <clears throat> I mean, ouch. you can't you can't neg seven times and expect to win, unless you're Longfellow against Middlesex in the 2018 <clears throat> <2018's>, uh, <laughs> quarterfinals. But that's okay, you know. Um, oh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: As a coach, I don't know how to coach that because you say don't neg, but no, then you, you say, don't say that. No. You
1: don't. I, say I, that. You I encourage do it. I it. I, I love that. Yeah. No, one of the no. one of my favorite things that's a, I think it's a, a hill that players have to overcome between being good and being great is at a certain point you want to get the question so badly that you lower your threshold for knowing it from being like a hundred percent certain to I'm pretty sure I know this <laughs> and I think there are some players that are naturally gifted at and I think it's it's exactly what Lavanya said that confidence that they they have that confidence and so they can go. I'm eighty five percent. I'm pretty sure I know this, and it's I'm like the fifth word, and they just buzz and they get. Well,
0: it. like l- let's be honest. That's that's Devin from Longfellow, right? Like he's he.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's a feast or famine. I mean, he's a great player. He's one of the best players in the country, and obviously Longfellow is where there is. W- they finish where they where they did because of him. Um, and then in the finals, like he very easily could have instead of negging five times, powered five times. And yeah, it just and, uh, breaks to be honest, one way or the I, other I, sometimes. Then yeah. I'm talking to then we're talking to Longfellow right now instead of you yeah. guys, you know.
3: Yeah. I, I <laughs> think that's... I think Devin did say like on um, Discord that uh if I if I waited like even like one more line, I would have powered the question if I didn't neg like in the first sentence.
0: Right. But if he waited one more line, there's a chance that any one of the four of you would have beaten yeah. him to it. Yeah. And that's not his game.
2: <laughs> He knew what he had to do, and yeah. his negs were something that he had to do. He, yep. he knew he had to do it. It didn't work out for him. But that he was a guy that we were scared of all year. Um, so, again, um, I'm going, how do you know this guy? And uh, they did, and uh, fortunately it worked out in our favor that time. But he, Devin beat us, and Abigail beat us the
3: few games earlier. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, very close. That game was so close. I think we were down by like a lot of points. With uh, we were
4: down like over hundred or a hundred. And then almost. there
3: was five questions left, and we think I think we needed all we need four out of five to win. And then the first question goes dead because it was video games. Damn so goodness. then we had to get the next four, and we got three of the next four. Then the last one, I I negged. So that was almost a great comeback that fell short. Can I
1: can I ask kind of a sentimental question? uh, all of you are eighth graders, right?
3: Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So,
1: uh, as your, your tenure in middle school kind of ends here, uh, what has been your favorite part of being on a quiz bowl team at Churchill?
3: Um, probably the, the Sunday practices we used to have in in person because we used to always go to one of the, one of the top three teams houses. The A through C team and then we would just play and high schoolers would come as well there'd be snacks and it, the whole experience would be am- amazing I, w- I would look forward to each Sunday even if I like even like in sixth and seventh grade I, I didn't study that much but I still look forward to those practices because those were really fun
4: Gosh. another fun thing was uh just like the carpools um, going to the Cal Cup tournaments because they used to always be in the Bay Area so we had to wake up like at 5 5 30 in the morning and then all like carpool there and it would just be a super fun time apart from <laughs> playing the games as well.
1: See you, you're up.
6: Oh no I was gonna say exactly what Tana said so we all like live about like three hours away from the Bay Area so we would all like a carpool and then it'd be so much fun. We either read packets or just blast music. And I would feel so bad for whoever's was driving the car because we'd be singing <laughs> really terribly. It was so much fun. And then we got there and we played games. That was really fun. And then we'd go to lunch at, and they came with Churchill tradition to go to Taco Bell every time, which was weird. But we all had so much fun at lunch and then coming back by like 9 p.m. That was like a great time. And I always looked forward to those events.
2: I'm glad that Taco Bell tradition is not going to stick around. <laughs>
3: I think we made Mr. Henson go to Chipotle with like me and Aditya many times because we didn't want to have Taco Bell. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I've eaten more Indian food in the last five years than I've <laughs> ever had in my life. And um, so I, I kind of know what some of it is even now. So um, yeah, uh, you guys are, yeah, I love the practices too. I mean, if you're, as, if, if you're dedicated, you are going to have to practice on weekends. And so our top teams, three teams did, and um, and it's fun. Um, I still, a, a gentleman that started us out here, his name's Nicholas Karras, and um, he's a uh, NAQT. He was a college player, and he got us going. And Atreo and Nicholas um, would be talking about chess in the car and everything on the way to you know San Francisco or in the Bay Area to a tournament at 5.30 in the morning, and uh, it's just, all these things that, uh, memories from these groups, um, different uh, questions that you hear. Um, when you ask me what I would remember about this tournament, I'll remember about all three teams. I know against Seoul Korea, one of the answers that the team had uh, was about Seoul. And so of course we didn't get it. And I'm going, what the heck? Why do you ask a Seoul question when we're playing Seoul? <laughs> and um, our B team, they answered the last question of the tournament and it was like a difference of 70th place or 50th place. So they finished in 50th place and they, again, they had a terrible draw, but um, you know, that was more probably deserving of where they needed to be. Not, not at that other position. So, but uh, thank you guys are going to be missed. Um, And the fortunate thing is I will see them in high school tournaments. Um, We play in some high school tournaments and they'll be there. So uh, at least they better be there. So I look forward to seeing them for real next year. Are,
0: are they also going to help out and moderate Churchill's uh, middle school tournaments too? Of course. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> awesome, Mr. T. Is there anything else you wanted to?
1: I, I just want to say thanks so much for for jumping on uh, the the depth of your answers, your enthusiasm for Quiz Bowl, uh, how much you obviously uh care about and respect each other and your coach and you know your parents uh i think all of these things are are whether you realize it or not your role models for all the people that are out there listening and your role models for all the people that uh want to be national champions in the future so thank you
0: so um the, the four of you atreo Lavanya, see it today you you didn't get your moments on a stage in chicago with an auditorium full of people applauding you and you deserve that. And I'm, and I'm sorry, but uh, it really has been an honor playing with you guys all year on zoom and scrimmages and in tournaments and, uh, and then watching you guys play. And I really appreciate you coming on coach Hanson. Thank you so much for coming on and um, congratulations on, on winning and um, just having the, the capstone of one of the greatest seasons. And let me, let me just say like, it's one thing that one thing to win a championship. It's another thing to win tournaments consistently that include the top teams. And that's something that's new this year because of online quiz bowl as, as coaches, as you alluded to before, you've played all of these teams already and you beat them over and over and over and over again. I, I, really the, the four of you coach, this is one of the most impressive things that I, I've ever seen. And I, I, I couldn't be happier for you. Um, and really, congratulations.
6: Wow. Thank, thank
0: you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was the national champion, Churchill A. Churchill A from Carmichael, California. We really do want to thank Bruce and Tane, Lavanya, Sia, and Atreo. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and really, thank you for a great season. Um, if you haven't seen the match between them and Burley Manor, it's on YouTube. Go ahead and do that. Go watch the match against Longfellow too, and just pe- be prepared to be impressed with how much they know, how quickly they know it, and um, and tip your cap to the best team in the country, right, Mister T?
1: Absolutely, uh, so impressive. And hearing just a little bit of what it's like to prepare to be the number one team in the country, you know, the one of the things that really just to me shows the the fact that quiz bowl is not done in a vacuum like the there you know there's people that think that um quiz bowl is this ivory tower that oh you only know the specialized information that never comes up anywhere or something like that you know it's not academic but to hear them say like so much of what you learn comes up in your classes so much of uh like current events you have to be plugged into the world like um you know you have to like network and you know to connect with all of these other teams around the country it really makes me feel like quiz bowl is just this big extended family and i i you know i hesitate to name one or two more things that would connect me more than with some random stranger than for them to say oh yeah i'm also a middle school quiz bowl coach so that's really really a wonderful thing
0: well churchill was tough to beat this year and i think green hill Longfellow they'll be tough to beat next year if you want to beat them you're going to have to power some questions and if you want to power questions, we got just a thing for you.
2: The guys at for 10 points want to help you answer for 15 points. Power a question with this episode's buzz phrase.
0: This episode's buzz phrase comes from the 2008 HSA PQ ACF2. One character in this novel reveals that his roommate planted a 100 ruble note in a prostitute's jacket in an attempt to frame her for theft. The protagonist's sister, Dunya, breaks her engagement with Luzhin and later marries Razumikhin. Near the end of this novel, Svidrigailov commits suicide, and the protagonist confesses to Sonia and the police detective, Porfiry Petrovich. The question concludes with clues about the murder of a pawnbroker, mentioning the protagonist, Raskolnikov, and the author... Theodore Dostoevsky. We are looking for, of course, Crime and Punishment. Novice players, especially those who are focusing on literature, should know Dostoevsky and connect him to his most famous work. His other major works, like The Brothers Karamazov or The Idiot, are a little beyond the MS canon. In fact, I can't imagine there are too many middle schoolers reading Crime and Punishment, but good lit players should be familiar with the story. But in order to power this question, you need to know some of the characters. Cliff notes and wikipedia are great resources for learning about the main and ancillary characters of many works raskolnikov is the protagonist he murders the pawnbroker and her sister raskolnikov's sister is dunya dunya is the love interest of three men Luzhin, who is engaged to dunya and raskolnikov hates him svinder galov who is dunya's former employee uh, employer and a little creepy and Razumikin, who is Raskolnikov's awesome friend, and he eventually ends up marrying Dunya. Lutsin is the one who plants the money in the prostitute's jacket in an attempt to embarrass her and Raskolnikov. Lutsin's roommate is Lebez Yatnikov. He saw this and originally thought that what Lutsin did was a noble act of charity. Svitigailov becomes aware of the fact that Raskolnikov has committed the murders, and he attempts to blackmail Dunya by threatening to go to the police if she doesn't submit to him. When Dunya refuses, despite the potential consequences for her brother, Svidigalov can't cope and he commits suicide. But honestly, without a thorough reading and dissection of crime and punishment, connecting some dots in the first line should give you enough confidence to buzz in and answer correctly. Note some key words. The question didn't say the word money, but specifically mentioned the ruble, which should narrow your focus to Russian novels. And notice, the question didn't say the note was put into a woman's jacket, but a prostitute's jacket. While prostitutes figure in many works of Russian literature, the most famous is Sonia Marmolodov, Raskolnikov's guide to redemption in Crime and Punishment. I think at this point, it's worth a buzz. And if the answer turns out to be a more obscure work, tip your cap to the other team if they get it. So the next time you hear a toss-up looking for a Russian novel that
1: mentions a prostitute...
0: There's no crime in guessing, crime and punishment.
1: So Ken, you've teed this one up for me perfectly. We all know the real crime and punishment is this session after the buzz phrase.
0: Oh, pun, like punishment. Exactly. Oh,
1: okay. That's the real punishment. Hmm. In you know, Ken usually just stares at me looking like he wants to JM bury me, but that's okay.
0: No, I, I had to think about it because uh, I didn't know like the pun and the punishments. So I, I yeah, now, okay. Now I get it.
1: Okay, now there I you go. It. There you go. Now you'll power <laughs> it. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone, uh, for tuning into this month's episode of for 10 points. Uh, the best podcast on the web for everything quizable related. Uh, so hopefully, whether you are a player, a coach or just trying to improve, we have helped you get better. Uh, I know the fantastic players we interviewed today. Uh, Absolutely, all mentioned a uh, hundred different fantastic ways to practice, and you know, quiz bowl. Hey, and,
0: and they listened to the podcast.
1: They they did say. Unfortunately, we didn't get it on on. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get it recorded, so you know, it's it's our word against theirs. But uh, they they did say that the buzz phrases, especially, was something that they had uh, they had that had helped them, and that listening to this podcast uh, had had been something that they had done. So that that really really means a lot. Um, so. Uh, hey, maybe that's one of the ways you win MSNCT. Let's listen right here. So, thanks, folks. We'll uh, we'll see you next time.